Welcome to the Fuck the Generational Wealth Gap podcast. I'm your host, Elise Alexander, your go-to fam when it comes to creating a wealthy life and getting rid of all the baggage that comes with codependency and perfectionism. It's not an easy trip, but you better bet your ass it's worth it and you are worthy of it. So today is episode five, and I think that it's time we talk about what is wealth. What is wealth? Oh my goodness. I'm so excited because I feel like everybody always asks me this question. They're like, at least what is wealth? Or they don't ask me the question and I get to ask other people what is wealth? And they tell me money. They tell me riches. They tell me buying fancy things. They tell me something about investing and spending accounts. But rarely do I hear wealth compared to other things that involve other parts of our lives. And for me, wealth very much was something that I had defined as something else and realized that I had to redefine it for myself. Because every generation is going to have a different definition of different words, right? That's how we all feel about certain things. So in order to now create a life that feels good to you, we have to redefine certain words. So wealth is gonna be one of those words because to me, <clears throat> wealth equals fulfillment. And I have a little bit of a equation that I've kind of created for wealth. Because to me, what wealth is not, it's not just one thing. Wealth is a lot of things. So let's get started. To me, wealth is fulfillment, like wealth equals fulfillment. And fulfillment equals worth plus purpose plus connection plus service. So I'll repeat that again. Wealth equals fulfillment. Fulfillment equals worth plus service plus purpose plus connection it's really important that we have a way to be able to look at this because we're all going to be different, right? So what is each of those words mean? For me, in order to feel fulfilled, I need to feel worthy. I need to feel worthy of what I'm doing. I need to feel worthy of who I am. I need to feel worthy of my gifts. I also need to be worthy of what I am being given in return, right? I also need purpose. I need to know that there's something that I'm here to give, that there's a reason I'm on this planet, that there is something that I'm meant to do because I know I'm meant for more. Connection, having deep connections with friends, with relationships, with loved ones, with a soul partner, and also service. Because when you look after service, you will always find abundance. But when you search for money, you will not. There will be nothing there except a continuous loop. So wealth equals fulfillment. Fulfillment equals worth plus purpose plus connection plus service. And when you look to give back, there will always be more given to you. So for me, the definition that I have of wealth is wealth is life and business balance. Wealth is also health and freedom and relationships and emotional. Wealth is alignment in mental, physical, and emotional and spiritual health. 
We're going to talk today about why is wealth different from money. We're going to talk about why it's different from generation to generation. We're going to talk about what most people chase and what is in most people's algorithm. And we're also going to talk about is wealth worth it? Ooh, ooh, ooh. That, was, that was like a deep question. I felt that. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a little story. I used to be someone who was really, really black and white. I used to be one way or the other, and I really believed that something needed to have one definition so that I could understand it, so that I could know. Because my codependency passed and my perfectionism passed is that if there was even another way to see something and I did it wrong, oh goodness, it did not feel good. It did not feel good in my body. It did not feel good in my brain. It did not feel good in my environment. Nothing felt good, but yet, I was like, okay, but I still need the one thing because I grew up not being able to depend on an environment that could support me emotionally and mentally. And that's okay. But that also means that we all learn to cope in certain ways. Something that I'm learning a lot more about right now is how we cope in certain ways and how we recreate those ways. And for me, being black and white was one of the ways that I coped. Because if I had one definition for something, then I could never get it wrong. I could never have an issue to where I was like, well, well nope, I'm sure about that because there was only one definition for that. So I know I did it right. You see what I mean? So if I had one definition for wealth, then I could achieve it. And I realized that my definition of wealth came from my parents' generation. Because you learn every part of your identity and your definitions before you're 10 years old. And for me, they never talked about wealth. They only talked about money and worth, but like dollar count worth, not heart count worth. And for me, needing to be black and white, I was like, okay, then I guess it's just about money and it's not about balance and it's not about any of the other stuff. So that's the definition that I ran with you guys for like 25 years. And now I'm realizing that I had never even questioned my own definition of wealth. So I would ask yourself, what is your current definition of wealth? And is it aligning to what it is that you say that you want in life? So I realized that I could redefine words and that when I made new versions of words that I just had to keep saying them to myself because I knew eventually that old word, that old definition, it would still come up because it's still in me. It's still there. We've just subsided it and shoved it down instead of feeling it fully and releasing it. So for me, I would redefine wealth and it would still be like, okay, I want it to be this, this, and this, but not this. And I would still end up getting that specific situation. <laughs> and I'd be like, manifesting is so hard. <laughs> and I realized that it was actually me, that I wasn't redefining it in a way that felt good to me. Because someone asked me a long time ago, Elise, what would be the perfect job? What would be the perfect amount of money that you could get paid? What could be the thing that you want to do every day, not like an Oscar day or an Oprah day, but what would you do on an every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday basis? And how would that make you feel good about your own life? That's what I started thinking about was 
what did wealth mean to me on a day-to-day basis? And how did that make me feel? And what could I do with that? So obviously I have also had an incredible influence, Patrice Washington, for her book, Redefine Wealth for Yourself. I read it last year and it's something that I keep close to me in my backpack actually because I reread it all the time. And I really believe that redefining words is really impactful and it can really change the sense of the vibration and the feeling that you have about that word and about maybe even those experiences. So why is wealth different from money? Because wealth involves alignment of spirituality and of your life and of your business. It's all equal, but A lot of people, when they think wealth, they think count. They think what your net worth is. They don't normally think wealth is all of it. It's the emotional side. It's the relationship side. It's the business side. And it's aligning everything together in a way that feels good to you, that allows you to live your best potential for the longest amount of time as possible. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm trying to live till I'm like 120 so that we can really create impact and so that it can be a beautiful life because we have that opportunity. We just don't always chase it down. So wealth is different from money because of the way that money is defined. Money is only defined as the actual dollar count. Wealth is defined as a surrounding, as an experience, as more than just one thing. And money only has the value of one thing compared to wealth because wealth is equality. So it looks different for every generation because what my father believes is wealth and what my mother believes is wealth is different than what I perceive than what I believe as wealth. Because what I believe is wealth is more encompassing and it's more accommodating and it's more honest and vulnerable. And I think every generation will have their own way, which is why if you just give someone like a template and you say, here, put this in, it'll work. It doesn't always work like that. So we have to create a booklet for the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. But we also have to work with them in order to get them to understand because it's the separation that creates the issue. And it's also the not understanding of each other because we don't, right? We were different generations. We didn't grow up the same way. Each one thinks that they had it harder than the last. And we need to figure out a way to heal that trauma and work at the same time. And that really is where wealth comes to me in a beautiful way, is being able to continue to live your life, continue to work your job, continue to create your beautiful dream of your side hustle. and also continue because a lot of people quit. You can continue to define what worth means to you and what wealth means to you. Okay. So I am going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a short story of me deciding that I was going to get out of the chocolate business. 
I really, really loved chocolate. I love being a chocolatier. It was something I absolutely was passionate about. I still think about chocolate all the time, but it was a really toxic environment. And I really knew that if I didn't get out, that there was going to be an issue. So I decided that I was going to leave the chocolate business and not go back. But for some reason, obviously the pandemic happened. <laughs> so I needed to get a job and I didn't have a lot of money at the time. So I realized quickly, okay, like, let's apply to several different jobs. Let's get out of the situation. Let's figure out what works best for you. Let's create more opportunity. So I had applied at one job, really big company, really amazing, really amazing opportunity. She tells me, would it be okay with you if half of your team didn't like you? And if you were the youngest person in the room and that they would hate you forever. And I was like, okay, don't think I want this job. The second job, I, they also offered me the position. And again, it wasn't going to be the right fit. They wanted to take all my intellectual property. And I really wanted that job, you guys. I didn't have that much money at the time. And I didn't get that job either. I chose not to take it. And there was another job that offered me a very similar position. And this was all more money than I had made as a chocolatier at the time. There was another job that was absolutely easy, that was maybe a little bit too easy and uncomfortable. And it was a job that I had for a couple of months and it really gave me the opportunity to step outside my comfort zone and to be able to continue with my learning and my healing. Because if I would have chosen those chocolate jobs, I wouldn't be able to be your coach today. I wouldn't be able to be here being able to be a wealth coach today because I would have been so caught up with what it was that I was doing. But because I chose to take a path unknown and to pick a position that again was offering me more money to work less than I was working as a chocolatier and to still be able to listen to podcasts that I wanted to listen to, to, till, to still be able to support myself in a way intellectually that could further my purpose and my desire to continue this route to be who I am and to continue creating my brand and to continue to support others in their search and their journey of closing the wealth gap. And I'm so grateful that I took that opportunity. And I'll tell you why, because I realized that even though it was hurting my ability to continue to dream, it gave me the time I needed to be courageous enough to take the leap, to know that I was the one that I could depend on, that I had everything I needed already inside of me. And you don't have to feel worthy of being rich, but you do have to feel worthy of being wealthy. And that's why most people don't do it. That's why most people search for riches. That's why most people are money chasers. Last question, is wealth worth it? It's so worth it. There's no other feeling than knowing like you did something, that you are the person responsible for the beautiful life that you have in front of you and how much you've overcome and how much you've accomplished and how much you have pushed yourself to where you currently are. So the question that we are gonna leave ourselves with today is have you defined wealth for yourself? And are you willing to have all of your needs met all of the time? Are you willing to have all of your needs met all of the time when it comes to wealth, especially? 
until next week. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I hope that if any of this resonated with you, that you leave a comment or that you post on social media or that you tell a friend, because it's just about continuing to support all of us together to get to the mountain together. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day.